This is Madeline. And this is Cammie. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 120. Cammie, I am ready to make a bigger impact this year. Me too, Madeline. I think this year is the year of personalization. So let's get personal. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. People are really looking for ways to have a true connection in social media these days. As a part of my upcoming Smart Social Secrets course that's launching this spring, Madeline, I'm going to share a strategy called the Influence 20, which is a plan to reach out to the 20 most important people you want to connect with this year. We'll share the worksheet in the show notes at communitiesthatconvert.com forward slash episode 120. But this is kind of how the Influence 20 works. First, you want to choose 20 people that you would like to connect with in this year and add them to the list. Then number two, you'll create an outreach plan to connect with five of the people on your list every week using social media and email and a couple of other things we're going to talk about in a minute. And then number three, you can use the two plus two strategy we talked about in our last episode, 119, to keep up with this outreach. So I think that's a really good plan to keep up with the outreach for this episode. And by the way, there's a place to keep track of all of your outreach inside the Influence 20 spreadsheet that I told you about that's on our show notes, which is communitiesthatconvert.com forward slash episode 120. So what do you think about that, Madeline? I love it. And I know some of you listening may be asking yourself, but Madeline and Cami, what should I say when I reach out? And that's such a good question. But no worries. We're not going to leave you hanging. We came up with four supercharged ideas to reach out to each person on your list at least once or twice per year. And you can change the method each time to keep it interesting. Right. And last week, we talked about just keeping in touch and growing your network by lots and lots of people. But this is a more focused strategy that's more strategic to the people that you feel are going to help you grow your business or that maybe you have a relationship with already, but you want to continue to nurture that relationship in a bigger way. So these are people like the people you want to do collaborations with, like you, Madeline, for example, and I, you know, we do these collaborations. So how do I keep in touch with people that I want to have a collaboration with like that, or somebody that I want to have help me launch my course, or I want to have on the podcast, maybe like if we wanted to have a really, really big name on the podcast, what would we do to like grow that relationship over the year? So these are the next level contacts, I guess, than the ones we talked about yesterday, which is more of like your overall growth, right? Exactly. I love this. So smart. Yeah. So the first one that we want to talk about of our four ideas for you to keep in touch with these people is the handwritten note. That is so old fashioned, isn't it? It's so (laughs) old fashioned. Like who does that anymore? 
Well, actually, I know people that do, and it's really impressive. Have you gotten a handwritten note lately? I tell you, I have not lately. It is impressive when you do get one because it really shows that someone took the time. They didn't do a quick text or quick email. They actually took time to handwrite something to you. It's very old school, but very, very effective. And I think that's interesting that the old stuff becomes new and the new stuff becomes Uh old. And I think that's really true. I mean, don't send a fax, but definitely a handwritten (laughs) note by work. So buy some quality paper like on Amazon or your favorite office supply store and a a pen that writes really well because you want a pen that when you sit down, it makes you feel good to be writing letters and choose one day per month and write two or three handwritten notes to people who have helped you in some way, inspired you or have done something that deserves recognition. The key is to be very sincere and specific in your praise. You don't want to just say, hey, just thinking about you, but something very specific and hand address the envelope too on the front and send it via snail mail. You can even have a little book of stamps sitting on your desk so you can do this. And I think the best thing to do is, for me anyway, if I want to do this, I need to batch this because I don't know if I would send out letters on a regular basis. But if you sit down and you're just going to say, I'm going to write three. Todd Herman was somebody who kind of taught me this early on. He did the 90-day year. I've had him as a teacher. And I think that that idea was such a great one because it doesn't take that long to sit down and jot off a few notes. It really doesn't. Yeah, it's a super great idea, Kimmy. I love that you're talking about this because I think it's such a lost art. I think we just don't get these much anymore. And by taking that time, you really stand out. You really get on the radar. Or if you're already on the radar, you really stay on the radar with that person. So it's a great thing to do. Right. And I've gotten some handwritten notes from retailers when I bought something as well. These notes, while likely written in bulk, don't get me wrong in advance. They're a great way to connect with the customer and have usually really impressed me. So I'm trying to think of one that was more recent. When I first started Ipsy, they actually sent me a nice little handwritten note in the fir- my first Ipsy box. I definitely did that. And Ipsy is a makeup brand. They send you a couple of samples every month of some kinds of different makeup and face things. And I was feeling like, you know, I was never really great at like buying new stuff for myself as far as makeup and stuff. And I wanted to try new things, but I didn't want to spend a lot of money. And so I loved Ipsy for that reason. It was like a $10 box, but they sent me a nice little note inside of it that kind of welcomed me. And I thought, wow, that's cool. So that's number one. But warning, someone I knew also got a heartfelt, they got a heartfelt, I put that in like quotes, Christmas card from his boss who had taken over just a few months before and whom he never personally met. In fact, this boss had canceled his, this employee's performance review So not surprisingly, that note was ill-advised. So you can't send a heartfelt note to somebody you've never met. That's really important. (laughs) Yeah, great point. I love that you mentioned that. And they are always heartfelt. You know, it's such a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling you get when you get a nice handwritten card or note. A gazillion years ago when I was in the music business, one of the things I used to help musicians on the business side, like, like they're good at their craft, doing music, but they need a lot of help on, you know, running their business. And one of the things I would always tell them, Kimmy, is I would say, do a handwritten note. Like, let's say you play a show and and you can apply a lot of what I'm saying towards whatever it is you do. But the example is, let's say for them, they're playing a show and they want to nurture that relationship with the owner, the booker, whoever the person is that got them that opportunity. I said, send them a thank you card. Send them a thank you note. Just something heartfelt. They will remember you because so few people do this. Even 20 years ago when I was always telling people to do it is still something that's just not done very often. And so that person will remember you. You stay memorable. So to having opportunities to just something, even I tell you what else, what else came in. 
for some of us who are like too busy and we're like, <laughs> oh, that's too much work. Yeah. I'll do, I'll write a little something on a post-it, you know, when I'm sending something, I'll just put, you know, hey, you know, something, just something short, sweet to the point, because that's better than not having something handwritten. Right, right. Absolutely. And, you know, we do the gift of guidance for the social media breakfast every year. And I get 10 people, actually 20, I get 10 people to be table leaders and work with nonprofits with us. And it's all volunteer, right? Everybody's volunteering, but they come out and everybody gives of their time really well. So there's about 20 people that every year I make sure I write them a handwritten thank you note for all of their help during that particular event. And I try to add something a little personal to each one. That's 20 cards. It's a lot, but I really feel like it's important. And even though I'm also volunteering, I feel like they should be recognized for their volunteerism in that case. So, you know, just taking that time, people have really positively responded to that thank you note. And I usually give them a little pin or something to go with it. But, you know, it's really important to think about how you can recognize some people for what they do in the world, you know, so I like to do that as well. I love that. Our next up idea number two for next level engagement is custom gifts. And I've been all over this like crazy. Tell them what a gift is first in case you're not sure what a gift is. You know, that's the little like three second or six second animation, video, motion that you'll see in a tweet. You'll see it on Facebook. You'll sometimes see it in newsletters, emails. So custom gift is where instead of, because you'll typically see where is maybe a little three second of some TV show or movie where somebody's making a funny face or just a whole bunch of hearts or something. Whereas custom means you make your own. Like, let's have your expression. You know, let's have you showing a thumbs up or you smiling and saying yes or hi and waving. So I have really joined the bandwagon on this, Cami, mostly because some really good friends of mine that are colleagues, some that we've had on this podcast as well, have really gone all in on this. And I watch them and I watch their gifts. I'm like, okay, I got to do some too, because it's an excellent way to really express yourself. I always tell everybody, you know, when you're doing gifts and especially custom gifts, it will help boost your engagement on social media and newsletters. I started putting my custom ones in my newsletters, Cami, and wow, people are like, they love them. They love them. They respond to them because they know it's you and they're just seeing some kind of expression. I had where I'm waving hi to them or, you know, just different little things. I love my thumbs up. That's my favorite. People get connected with that. And when it comes to Twitter, Twitter gifts are far more engaging and often more entertaining than doing a static image, which is just a plain image, nothing moving. And you probably didn't know this, but tweets with gifts will get 167% more click-throughs than a tweet with static images. And engagement is really the key here. It really sparks conversation. So the engagement rate for a post with a GIF will increase by 20%. So you'll definitely see a difference. When I started doing my custom GIFs several months back, I actually was used doing one for about a year and a half. Just a very simple pointing at the person and thumbs up, kind of like you rock. And Everybody loved it, but it was just one and I never did make another. And then I saw how easy and I remembered, oh yeah, this is actually easy to do. I set aside some time. I did it in bulk. I just made a whole bunch of poses and faces and being silly and chopped it up into these little gifts. And I can tell you, Kami, I've seen a difference in my engagement in these conversations and getting to know people on a wider scale since I started doing this. Do you use them at all? Have you been doing it? Well, you know, I love gifts, right? So I'm a real gift person. But as far as like me personally, I haven't made any yet. Although you and I talked about making some for the podcast together, 
just on it. So I need to gif on it. Get it. Oh, I love it. Gif on it. That's good. Yeah. They're just fun to do too. It's fun making them. Now, I have some colleagues that have really inspired me. I love watching them use Twitter because of the way they come up with these cool custom gifts. It gives me ideas. Because listen, nobody's inventing the wheel here. We can all learn from each other. So J-Matt, who has been one of the regulars on my Twitter chats over the years, we'll have links for all of them in the show notes. But J-Matt is always doing really cool gifts. He also is a DJ at a radio station. So his are real smart work behind him for the backdrop is like, like if you were walking the carpet at some event for the radio station and how they have the logo all over the place, really smart the way he did it. Warwick Brown, who has been a guest on this podcast, he's done some really great custom gifts in the past year or so. And then Christine Gritman, who is phenomenal at this, she really has come up with so many cool, interesting custom gifts. And Kimmy, I had her as my guest several months ago on the Twitter Smarter Chat, and this really inspired me. She made a whole bunch of new gifts in time for that, and she made sure every answer she had, every tweet she did, there would be a GIF attached to it. And I just was like, oh my God, brilliant. So I get in the habit now too, when I'm doing my Twitter Smarter Chat, many times I'll put GIFs in just that's available through Giphy that just are expressive in that moment of what I'm feeling. But now yeah, that I have, that's what I've always done, right? Yes, I'm you do good too. At that. Yeah. But yeah. now that I got all these custom ones, I'm not even doing the ones through Giphy anymore. I'm doing mine. I have so many of them now. And I pretty much have something for anything I'm tweeting out these days. And people just love it. So if you want to check out all of my silly gifts that I have out there, I'll have the link in the show notes. I have it up on Giphy. That's G-I-P-H-Y. So I have a Giphy page. You can check that out or just search for me, Madeline Sklar. And there's a really great how-to video from our good friend, Justin Brown from Primal Video. He walks you through like how to do this. If you're not familiar, go to primalvideo.com because this guy is a superstar with teaching you how to use YouTube and how to do it really well and anything that's related to videos. But his video for this is called How to Make a GIF from a Video. And it's a video to GIF tutorial. You literally can take the video on your phone, make a video on the phone and convert it into the GIF with the Giphy app. It's so simple and easy. You can literally do it in seconds. So we'll have all that linked up in the show notes. Just be sure to go to communitiesatconvert.com. Can I ask a quick question along that? So you've got your Giphy page, which is awesome. Do you, when you're sharing them on Twitter, are you pulling them from Giphy? Are you searching for them with your name or how are you doing that? No, what I'm doing is I'm just uploading it from my Dropbox on my computer when I'm doing it. And, you know, I have to kind of rethink that strategy because sometimes it's slow because I think the files can sometimes be large. And I need to kind of look at maybe... Now, as far as can I go search for them in Giphy while I'm in Twitter, I don't think so, because they don't let... They'll let you have a Giphy page. Anybody can go make their own GIFs, upload it into their own Giphy page, and that's what I have. But they have these other pages called an artist page and a brand page. And when you have those, then that's when people can use them through Mm -hmm. Giphy. So if you search for my name, you're probably not going to find all of my fun, cute ones. But let's say Andrew and Pete are pretty well known out of the UK as social media marketers. They have a brand Giphy page. So you could actually use, and Hootsuite, Hootsuite has a ton of them. They're really cute and fun. So you have to have be at a certain level, but it doesn't mean you can't show them off to people and use them for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I just wanted to know how I use them actually on the regular. That's really cool to know. And if I'm doing it from my phone, I just make sure I know, you know, I have a folder for gifts 
in my camera roll on my iPhone so I can easily find them and do it that way. So no matter how I'm tweeting, whether it's desktop or on mobile, I'm able to send out my gifts very easily. That's great. So the third idea we have is actually similar. It's to send personalized video, which is a little bit different because you're going to actually send an actual video to someone either via email or through Twitter or even through any other platform that you have that has video. But one of the tools that we love to use is called Bonjuro. And I think we learned that from Warwick Brown too. So, or Justin, I'm sorry, not Warwick, but um, Justin for Brown. Me, for me, it was from Pat Flynn years ago. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I think I learned it from Justin Brown on one of our calls. I mean, I probably could have learned it from you too. So there you go. <laughs> but Bonjuro is an awesome tool. And I know some other people use other ones, but we like this one specifically because it starts free for up to 50 email messages per month. So you could send somebody a personalized video email message, and it puts a little GIF in the email that kind of makes them want to click on it. They click on it, it opens up the video, and it delivers the video that you put together for that specific person. And so I love this tool. And I can think of about a million ways to use it that will be awesome for us to have. So also Twitter video is good. I know you've done some video replies and stuff on Twitter over the years. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. One thing I want to mention with Bonjuro, the way I've used it over the years, if you're a course creator like I am and how you are becoming Kimmy, which is awesome, that is a great way to utilize Bonjuro. And there's another one called Bomb Bomb that's popular too. But you and I both prefer Bonjuro. We had a little conversation about yes, that did. prior to this mm-hmm. recording. What I do is when I have it set up, so when somebody signs up, I use Thinkific for my courses. And actually with some little behind the scenes things with software, I have it set where if someone signs up for my course, it will automatically prompt me in Bonjuro to go make a Bonjuro video. And it's a great way for it to be super organized so that I know exactly when someone signs up, it gives me that prompt reminder and I can just open up my phone, make the video be done. And I like to make a short, sweet, personalized video, like thanking them by name for, you know, like, hey, Kami, thank you so much for signing up for my Twitter Smarter Masterclass. You rock. And, you know, say whatever you want. And that person is going to be blown away. They're not going to, I've had so many people, Kami, just like reply back in shock and awe. Like, I cannot believe Madeline stopped what she was doing <laughs> just because I bought her course and made me a video. But I felt the same way when Pat Flynn did that. You know, I buy his courses and he does this for every single person that purchases from him. So that's just one of so many ways to use this. I just wanted to bring that up, Cami, because it's a really no, great, it's great tool. Yeah, it's an amazing tool. And they also have, we looked at, they also have for the free version, you can do one, what they call automation. And so what that means is that when somebody signs up, you can actually put together a video that goes out instantly for that one person. So there's one, and that's not personalized as much as it is like, thanks right. for joining my course and da, da, da. So you can do that. At some level, when you get to, you have, you know, there's some paid levels, you can right. also have it send out different videos for different things. So I think about people that have huge audiences, you know, hundreds sure. of thousands, no longer becomes possible really to do what individual, you know, people necessarily. And so there's some really cool ways you can use it for that to go out to specific people who downloaded a specific thing or whatever. So I'm excited about using Bonjoro more this year. I have it on my list of things that I'm going to be using a lot this year. We also talk about direct messages on any platform, you know, whether it be LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, doing those kinds of direct messages on platforms. So sending people direct messages, talking to them, answering their questions, inviting them to talk to you and 
responding to them. So I think that that can be really interesting too. And I know that we had Tyler J. McCall on the show last year, and he was awesome. He went into some depth about this. So we will definitely link to that episode, which is really one of our all-time favorite episodes, I think, about how to use these direct messages to really connect with people, not to spam them with your latest awesome thing, but to actually have conversations with them. Or if you're on a live stream, inviting people to send you a DM if they want, if they're interested in the thing you're talking about, and then they're asking you for the information rather than you forcing it down their throat. So I think you have to use direct messages correctly, but that can be something that'll be really awesome as far as video goes. Well, I tried out the whole Tyler J. McCall method, as we'll call it in this episode. (laughs) Recently, the and it's kind of related with the whole custom gift thing. So about a month ago, somebody figured out a hack where you could have up to four gifts in one tweet. And I figured it out, learned how to do it. I thought, let me make a how-to video. Now, just be warned that Twitter decided that that hack is just not reliable in in their system right now. So they undid it. So now you can't do it. But what I did is I quickly made a how-to video and I wanted to try Tyler J. McCall's method. So I I was tweeting it out all over the place, say, hey, you know, I got this video. And I hadn't even done the video. I said, when I started, what I did first was I might put my little marketing hat on. I said, you know what? I want to try, you know, experiment with the whole, get people to DM me to, you know, keep this conversation going. And I said, hey, if you're interested in learning how to do this type of tweet, send me a DM and I'll send you a how-to video. And that bought me time to go work on the how-to video. So for about a day, I got inundated with all these DMs. I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And so at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sitting here providing you know, this information, is deepening our relationship. We're having great time chatting. Sometimes we're even doing a video, personalized video right there in the DM. Sometimes it's just, you know, just typing. But what a great way to just deepen and further that relationship. So anytime you can try that out where, you know, because sometimes it's easy to say to ourselves, you know what, who wants to sit here and do a bunch of one-on-one with the DMs? You know, why can't I just, because sure, I could have just waited till I had the how-to video and just post it out, which I was going to do anyway, but why not encourage people to DM? Not everybody's going to do it, but just know that for every person that does, you now have their direct attention. It's just you and them. That's right. It. And you get and you are growing that relationship. And the next time you have something, they just become raving fans. It's just part of how Absolutely. it works. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And there was after doing that, one of the ladies I uh, was DMing with over that ended up hiring me for a coaching call a few weeks later. So, you know, things things like that happen. You know, it could have been that maybe, you know, she was interested in a call, but then that took her over the fence like, OK, Madeline is so cool. She took the time to do this and really talk to me you know, I, I need to hire her. So you just never know where it'll lead to, but it's definitely worth trying. Yeah. Um, and also personalized Twitter videos. We'll go back to this now because I, I I was too busy talking about Bonjuro earlier. And we I didn't know. finish that. Personalized Twitter video was something I've been very passionate about. I even started a hashtag several years ago, years ago called Video Reply Day. And what I was trying to do is show people how easy it was to reply to a tweet you had to do this mobile, it was mobile only, reply to a tweet and just shoot back a video. So instead of doing what we all do, which is type in, like if you had tweeted me, Cammie, and you're like, mm-hmm. hi, Madeline, I could easily reply back, just like texting. Hi, Cammie, but why not make a quick video of me waving? Hi, Cammie, how are you today? It just changes the whole dynamics of the tweet. I've had Gary Vaynerchuk, like the Gary Vaynerchuk, do that to me, where ah. he did a three second video tweet saying my name. It's like, wow. oh my God, I can't believe like you did that. Like you want to save that, right? You want to like save it, download I'm sure it. <laughs> I have him bookmarked somewhere. He did it like twice to me. Um, uh-huh. 
So once upon a time, Twitter made it very easy to do this. That's why I was a big advocate for this for years. Mm -hmm. But what happened was in March 2019, Twitter made a change to the camera in the mobile app. And the way that it changed no longer allow you to easily do a video reply. You can still do it, but what you have to do is if I was going to reply to your tweet, I got to go out of Twitter, go open up my camera on my phone, make a quick little video, then go back into Twitter and upload the video. So it's extra steps. And I don't know why they did this, Cammie, but people were getting on board with the whole video reply thing. They were into it and then it just stopped. Nobody, a few people do it, but not very many because it's too many steps. And even I mm-hmm. stopped doing it because it's, it's too many steps. So I'm hoping they'll come up with a solution for that. But still, the point is personalizing Twitter video can work really, really well for you. And I still do it. I just don't do it at the level I was, but also doing it as DMs. I got a personalized video DM from an old colleague of mine I haven't talked to in maybe a year. And he sent me a wonderful video DM wishing me, you know, happy new year. It's been a while. And pitching me, you know, something about being on his new podcast. And it is you know, when you get a personalized video, you feel like they're just sitting right across from you having a conversation. And it made me want to reply back and make a video right back, which is what I did. And it just gives you that nice, warm, fuzzy feeling of of taking that next step, that next level in your engagement, which is what this is all about that we're talking about. So think about ways you can personalize Twitter video, whether you, you know, like one thing we could have you guys do when you're done listening is go send a tweet to Cami and I, tag us both, and make a video saying anything. Just start with a video, make a little video, point your camera at you on your phone, say, Hi, you, actually, we should make this part of the call to action, Kimmy, because yeah. I mean, this is actually a good idea. I yeah, love for everybody to just make a quick video saying, hey, Madeline and Kimmy, I'm listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. You guys rock. Say whatever you want. Just so, something about you listening to this episode and then tweet it to us. You just have to be sure to, when you're composing a tweet, you go into the little image, you go find your video and you add it and tag both Cami and I, and we're going to see your personalized Twitter video. And that's going to prompt us to want to reply back and do it right back to you. So you'll see how it's a lot of fun. So I hope you guys will take me up on that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. And we will definitely reply because that's really fun to get something like that. And so the other thing that we can talk about is trying to find ways to schedule one-on-one meetings with those 20 people that you want, or you know, five of those 20 people, but getting those one-on-one meetings on the calendar. And you don't have to like meet in person, although that's always nice, but one-on-one meetings can be just on Skype or on, you know, FaceTime or whatever you use, Zoom, whatever you use to um, do these kinds of calls. So those are all free things I just mentioned that you could use to do this. And I think that even Messenger, I think my brother and I talk on Messenger all the time, for example, on Facebook. So there's a lot of ways that you can connect with people. And if you make that effort to have those one-on-one calls, those are going to further your relationships and they can be 15 minutes. In fact, I'd recommend that you keep them at 15 minutes, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. So it's not like picking anybody's brain. It's truly connecting, finding out what's up with them, and then spend that 10 minutes just asking that person what's up with them, you know? So that's, I think, another way to go with that as well. I love that. I think that's great. So you guys know, if you listen to this podcast enough, I've talked many times about my old music community, Go Girls Music. I started it back in 1996 and ran it for over 20 years. Now, it's been defunct a few years back. I kind of closed it up because, you know, I'm just at a point where I just can't do it all anymore. I mean, I'm just really hyper-focused on 
my work in social media. But last year, I was really missing the community, missing the people, and I still have a private Facebook group. So what I decided to do was start a weekly live stream chat with this old community. And listen, that's something you can always do. If you have, you know, you may have a Facebook group that that you had from a while back that's not really active anymore. You want to get it active again, start a a weekly live chat and kind of getting people back into the groove of chatting together. And I have to say, it's been so much fun staying in touch with everybody and keeping this conversation and engagement going through the private Facebook group. So just something to think about. I, I really have enjoyed Are you live streaming in the Facebook group or are you doing Zoom? I thought you were using here's, Zoom for that, right? Uh, here's what I'm doing. I, I wanted to do it directly into Facebook, but when it's a group, you can't really have you know a bunch of people on. I wanted to be able to have as many people on that wants to come on live. So I'm doing it in Zoom. In my, I already have Zoom, so I, I'm using my Zoom account. And every week at the same time, we all meet. And I keep the same login or info so that way it doesn't change. So it's easy for people to remember. And what I do is as soon as I have it set to record, I always record any video I do in Zoom. As soon as it's done recording, I take that video I go to the private Facebook group and I upload it. Perfect. And then I put a little note in there and I always tag who was there. And because I have plenty of people that can't make the day and time and that's fine, but they'll go watch the video and they just feel like they're part of that chat. And then they'll comment on the things we talk about. And it's just a fun way to just keep conversations going. I did a, you know, I wanted to, to still re- stay reconnected with, with people in this community, but, ha- you know, I didn't have the hours to put in to do a lot. So my thought was a weekly live, I mean, I can dedicate one hour a week to holding a live stream chat. That's all it takes, not a whole lot of effort. And it's been super rewarding. We've been doing well, it for about seven leveraged. months. It's also leveraged because you yeah. are able to reconnect with a number of people in one yes. sitting. So that's another leveraged way of using video. I love it. So that's And I'll awesome. ask questions. So, like, for instance, I'm working with uh, a new client right now that's in the music business. I still get plenty of people in the music business that want to work with me, which is awesome. And we're working on some things with his new album. And what better place to pick people's brains than a small private uh, live stream with a bunch of musicians that are already doing these things? So it gave me some different perspectives, which was really fun. So there's always great benefits to things like this all around. Yeah. So now we're down to our last idea, idea number four, which is one of my favorites, I have to say, unexpected gifts. Now, not gifts, but gifts. So like, you know, the things, the present, I was just say unexpected presents. Well, everybody loves an unexpected gift. I mean, what, what better way to show appreciation, right? Than than getting something that you were not expecting. Back in the olden days of me being a self-employed entrepreneur in 1996, in addition to starting Go Girls Music at that time, I also started a web design business. I was one of the very first web designers here in Houston. There were like three of us that were like the only ones doing it. Most people didn't know what .com was yet. I was learning how to be an entrepreneur and try, and I was very eager to try different things to see what works. And that's how I've always been. It's like, I'm not afraid to try things. And one of the things I did, I love cookies. And I, back then, if you guys may remember in the 90s, Mrs. Fields cookies were so popular and it was nothing better than going to the mall and seeing that there and like, you know, eating a bunch of yummy cookies. And I thought, why don't I send Mrs. Field cookies to clients as a thank you for your business every time I got a new client. And what an amazing way to surprise and delight them and help me stand out in the process. So I did this, Cami, like every time I got a new client, I would just, you know, I don't even think they had a website back then. It might have been before the whole online 
because this call was like up. early days. Up. I think yeah. it was like the back where everything was mail order. Because if some of us have to kind of remember, like, how did we live without Amazon back then? You know, be able to order easily online. It was mail order. It was mail order. And you call Absolutely. a phone number and you tell them what you want. And you give them a credit card. So so I started doing this, Cami. And wow, clients loved it. It was unexpected. And that's what made it great. And what a great way to take my connection and my engagement with them to a whole new level. Absolutely. And you know, recently I got a box at the front door and that's not unusual because I am an Amazon person, but this box came and I was like, I didn't order this box. And I opened it up. I came inside, I opened it up and inside was this really, really cool tripod called a switch pod. And it's designed by Pat Flynn. It's made for vloggers and people like that. And it came from Madeline. And I was like, Madeline sent me something. Okay, so my co-host for Communities That Convert sent me a gift unexpectedly. Thank you. It was. I wanted wanted to be unexpected. Well, because I remember, you know, I got mine and I did the whole crowdfunding thing when they were uh, doing that, when they were doing Kickstarter, I was mm-hmm. actually one of the very first in the first like few hundred. I was in that Oh, group. I remember talking, you talking and, about it and you were oh, excited. Oh, I was excited about it. So I got mine finally last year and I was, so, I was like, this is so cool. So I asked you if you had one or were planning to get one. And you said you didn't have one. You think maybe you'll get one, but you weren't really sure. And I thought, you know what, this will make a nice little thank you for being a cool friend slash, you know, business podcaster partner, you know, slash blah, blah, blah. I mean, we do a lot of cool things together. And what a great way for me to just show my appreciation and letting it be a surprise. So I'm sure you're quite surprised and delighted at that. Oh, I was very surprised and delighted. And you know that because I told you right away. I was like, what I got. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It totally worked. Also, recently, I read a book called Giftology. It is written by John Rulin. And it's a book about how to design a gift giving program for your best clients to build long-term relationships and drive loyalty. And that was given to me by Pete Vargas, actually. It was gifted to me. That's kind of funny, right? Giftology was gifted to me by um, Pete Vargas. He's the founder of Adventure Reach. And as you know, I've been doing a lot of work with them this year, or actually last year at this point, with my speaking and learning how to put my speaking together with my online course, which I am, as you know, launching soon. And so he sent that out to all of his accelerator clients and just a little box with this really great giftology book. And then he did a training around how important it is to give gifts and how to do it. So and he had John Rulin come and also be on that training with us. So it was really, really cool. It was such a great gift. And I love the book. So the book really outlines in in detail how you can use gift giving as a whole strategy for your business, like to build your business. It's crazy. I think that's awesome. I love that. So we have a link to that in the show notes uh, to the Giftology book. We can't gift that book to you all of you, but definitely it's there and it's not that expensive on Amazon. So it's a really great, it's a really great book. We highly recommend. And we have a bunch of really great gift ideas if you want to send gifts. We brainstormed. Yes, we did. And uh, we're going to have this in the show notes. But Kimmy, you and I just have been gifted something really cool last week. We were both guests on Ann Wynn's new show. She had a new live stream show. We were her very first guests. And right afterwards, I got an email, you got an email, and it, you know this, this really cool gift idea is called Sugar Wish. And it was so interesting because I hadn't even checked my email yet. You and I were chatting on the phone and you're like, oh, Sugar Wish, oh my gosh, look at this. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so neat. It was, it was so cool. What a great way to show appreciation. Someone did this once to me before when I was a guest on something they were doing. And it's a nice thank you. You you just this cool site, sugarwish.com, and you go pick out some candy. Who doesn't want to get some candy? 
I know. And I even got, sh- there was even sugar-free candy on there because, you know, I'm, I'm not a sugar person. So it was really awesome. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, that was a nice um, surprise. Etsy is another one. I just actually worked with Etsy. I love Etsy because it's handmade gifts by people and things. It's handmade items. And I went and looked for a gift for somebody that I really wanted to say thank you to. And I just got this really cool handmade leather passport cover uh, for him. And I'm going to be sending it to him soon. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the, the podcast before he gets it. But um, I'm going to be sending that with a nice little handwritten note. And it's got his initials, you know, stamped in it. So it's all very manly and awesome. And so I'm going to send that to him for sending me some amazing business last year. I want to really like surprise him. So I waited till after Christmas because I didn't want it to be connected with like the holidays. I want it to be something that's like, I appreciate you and who you are and who who you are for our business. Another one that came to your door the other day, so it reminded us of it was edible arrangements, right? <laughs> yep, edible arrangements. That's always a nice one. I mean, who doesn't want to get some cool goodies to eat uh, that show up show up at your door? So, yeah, and when I was having my, when I was actually still having my babies, I was working with Fran Stevenson. She was the person who hired me from SeaWorld San Antonio whenever that was going on, and she would she would send me these as well. She'd send me edible arrangements right after a baby was born. That is the best time to get an edible arrangement because yeah. everybody's hungry, including you, and you have no time to make anything. And it's like something beautiful. It's like better than flowers. You can eat them. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is DoorDash. I like DoorDash. I love that we have all of these delivery services because food especially is really helpful, but only if you can choose it. I think that's really important for people because everybody has their own diet, their own yeah. thing. And so I really love the idea of giving a gift card for something like DoorDash so people can order something in like dinner on you. It's really great when they're also in a different city because you can't necessarily go out to dinner with them or lunch. And so, hey, here's here's a lunch for me. Think about me because I would love to have lunch with you sometime, you know, when I'm in town or something like that. Yeah, that's such a great idea. And of course, Starbucks gift cards. I, I still get those as a gift when people are thanking me for something. And I love that because with Starbucks, if you have a card, even a virtual card, you just add to it, which is makes it really nice. And you know, with my iPhone, they have this whole wallet thing now, this whole digital mm-hmm. wallet. And every time somebody sends me a, a, a Starbucks gift card, it just gets added to it. I love that. It's just a nice way to be appreciated every time you go to Starbucks. And I like giving those as a gift as well. Yeah. And you, even if you're not a coffee drinker, because you were saying you're not, I'm much not of a, a coffee drinker, yeah, but I, but I still love, well, here's the thing. If you're not a coffee drinker, you know, people are so funny. They just, everybody's like, let's go get coffee. And I'm like, yeah. And I just don't say, oh, but I don't drink coffee because then they freak out. Like, oh, well, then let's not go to Starbucks. Starbucks has so much more than coffee and they actually have really good desserts. And I love baked desserts. So there's so much to choose from there. And it's always a nice, pleasant atmosphere and good Wi-Fi. Can't beat that. Oh, it's amazing Wi-Fi. So like if you're computer goes down or your Wi-Fi in your office or your house, where am I? Starbucks. Absolutely. Every time. Also, we we came up with a cookies one because you talked about Mrs. Fields cookies. So we thought, what is the most, you know, common cookie thing now? And there's a new one called Cookies by Design. Really cool because they'll actually make the cookies into like your logo or to their logo, which would even be better or, you know, any kind of design. So I love that idea of sending out design to cookies. That's fun. Oh, for sure. And don't forget Amazon gift cards. I mean, Amazon is excellent. I'm always using those as gifts because I assume everybody's like me and buys a ton of stuff at Amazon because it's so easy to do. And so I like to give that if I don't have time to like try to find something personalized, 
then I will always just do an Amazon gift card because I know it's something everyone can use. Yeah, absolutely. So we have come down to the bottom of our time together. And we, of course, have action items for you. The first one, of course, is to go out, get that Influence 20 worksheet that we've put together so you can start to make a plan around these ideas that we just gave you. We gave you four ideas, which started with, you know, creating handwritten notes for people. And then custom gifts was another one we came up with you that you could put together. Personalized video. And we came up with all kinds of ideas in personalized video. Video is our favorite, I think. And then, of course, unexpected presents or gifts. And we gave you a whole list of ideas of gifts that you can give to people throughout the year. And you want to shower these 20 people with all of these different strategies. So definitely download the worksheet at communitiesatconvert.com forward slash 120 or episode 120. And then make a quick video and tweet to us. So use one of these methods and tweet to us, send them to us, and we will definitely respond to practice. Or you can also go into our group, our online community, which is communitiesatconvert.com forward slash group. And inside of that community, feel free to put in your uh, video there and we can give you some critiques and stuff and thoughts about what you should do. Um, and if you were wondering, like, what should I do or get stuck on the on the worksheet, that is the place to get the help that you need. We are there to help you. So that's what we want you to do. We want you to take action. Because if you don't do this, if you just listen to this and say, oh, those are great ideas and never do them, then you're never going to grow your business. And hey, we're at the beginning of 2020. And you guys have an awesome opportunity this year to hit the ground running and grow the relationships that are going to matter the most to your business. Well, so I'm going to say ditto. Well said, Cammie. Ditto. I don't know. I was on a roll there for a minute. <laughs> you were. Anyway. That's awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget, you can always go to the Facebook group. That's at communitiesatconvert.com slash group. Yes. And we'll see you there. And we will be back with you next week with more awesome content. See you then. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's sweet spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.